All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Oilers Nation Radio, episode 223, Bag Milk, Rick, Dan, Tyler, and Liam. Liam. Back from England. All the way back, just for this episode. Welcome home. Thank you. Or That's what they said when I got that, too. <laughs> welcome home, too. Welcome back. Welcome back home, too. <laughs> <laughs> How was your trip? It was good. The weather was fine. The food was fine. Everything was fine. Just I feel fine. like the weather's always out there, just fine. It's either fine was, or very wet. Was there anything and when that was, it's wet? It's fine rain. Was there anything right. that was good or great <laughs> on your trip? More um, than fine. Hmm. Did you have a Yorkshire pudding? Oh, no Yorkshire puddings. What? But I did have some beers. Nice. I what's did. the big beer warm? over in England? What's what's Colin? Mm. What's the they were like? No, they weren't warm. Oh. They were chilled. Did you chilled. hold court with Charles? No, I didn't meet Charles. Just oh. my dog when I got home. Charlie. 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 Nice. You have yeah, a dog that lives over there? No, he lives here. Sorry, when I said home, I meant here. Oh, I so now confusing. call him King Chuck. Oh, yeah. Because why not? can. There you go. Yeah, I, I actually have a breed of Prince Charles or King Charles Spaniel. Ooh. So there you go. Shout now, out to the king. a lot now. Yeah. Now yeah. straight hockey talk. Long live the king. Of course. The queen cucumber dead. sandwich. Long live the king. Uh, no cucumber sandwiches. I had, you know, the banana thing got brought up a few times while I was there. Let's walk. Let's talk about that. Weather's Nation Radio is going to start off a little weird. Let's talk about bananas. So the banana thing, everyone knows I eat bananas. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so but like it turned into a thing. It's a, now that you're it's a huge thing. It's half of my personality now. So you bananas. go to England and they know about the banana thing. No, my parents love it. My parents think it's really funny. Okay. So when we get to my grandparents' house, they have a 
have bananas in the fruit bowl. And my dad goes, oh, Liam might eat all those. Did you? No, I didn't Nailed have one. <laughs> not, Nailed it on the delivery uh, and everything. I, I don't eat them when That's I'm awesome. like a very, I eat them, but not when I'm not watching hockey and yeah, no one else found it. It was just like, oh, that's. I love that you've become synonymous with bananas because even when I have bananas at my house, I also love bananas. Now I just think of you. It's an international trend. The banana man. Well, you crush five bananas during a playoff game. That's bound to happen. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, it's good that they go far, but hopefully it's you know, first round. This How are the cheeseburgers going now? Cheeseburger reviews are okay. By the way, if you're not following tomorrow, if you're not following Liam on Twitter, mm. uh, Liam, plug your handle. Uh, Liam Horobin. The cheeseburger reviews from small rinks. Mm. I love it. Yeah. There's one coming tomorrow at the Jubilee in for Saskatchewan. They have good burgers. I can tell you for a fact oh, that really? they have good burgers. Well, I'll be there for the uh, Fort Saskatchewan and Shore Park U18 AAA game. I'm looking forward so, to seeing where they slot into the rankings. Yeah, I'm curious. Right now, the Grand Fear Arena, nothing is compared. Oh. Unbelievable. Well, he is a legend. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, the Randy Rosen rink was second. Uh, it's okay. It'll probably fall. And <laughs> and then the Centennial <laughs> Civic Center Arena in Lloydminster. <laughs> Horrendous. Uh, horrendous. That makes <laughs> sense. What was wrong? Wet and stinky. That's, yeah, that's, that's not what I want in a cheeseburger. No, when you order no. a burger, you don't ask no. it for it wet and stinky? Well, no. That's upsetting. Yeah. So a lot more uh, community rinks have come up soon with hockey starting. So stay tuned for that. I'm you looking forward start, to it. You got to start tagging these arenas in here. So if, uh, you know, if someone's got to pull up their bootstraps a bit, they get into it. I don't it. need the heat. Hey, listen, you're just calling, them, you, calling you, people you're out. You're a purist. Get. You're in it for the love See, of the game. Yeah. I think this could get you free burgers if you play it right. You could. 100% it get you free burgers. You just but tell them ahead of time. You're a Yelp reviewer. Is that <laughs> the goal of the exercise is to get free burgers or is it a matter of being a purist That's true. and truly deciding the best small town burger? You may or be community influence. rank burger. I think it's about finding the best. Uh, one thing I do consider in my <laughs> rankings is... <laughs> The price of a burger. Of course. Of course you have to. So the Randy Rosen, it's five bucks. That's fine. Pretty good sure. for a burger. Yeah. Nice. Grant Fuhr, I believe it's like five fifty. No problem. Great value. Lloyd Minster, seven bucks. Fuck. Oh, come seven on. Bucks. For wet and dirty, you got to pay. Wet <laughs> for wet and dirty, you got to pay. Uh, uh, you getting it. like fries and a pop with that or oh, no, no? That's just a burger. With a pop, it was... 10 bucks. Oh, Good Lord. Whoa. It was $3 for a Gatorade. Come on, Lloyd Minster. Do you know what kind of in, uh, economy we have right now? Yeah. This is insane. So they had a lot of ground to make up on before I even bit into the burger. Yeah, of no course. Yeah. Especially knows. when the presentation is wet and he stinky. Was upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Everyone knows yeah. Lloyd Minster flies in their beef. Yeah, well. that's the, I guarantee that's from the Saskatchewan side. It was not 100% yeah. Alberta beef, that's for sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get down to business. We got Liam out of the way. Burger <laughs> reviews coming on Liam's Twitter. As the season goes on, Tyler, we got reviews, reviews. We got reviews for this podcast. First, I got to say hello to our friends at Oodle Noodle. Of course, we thank them for being here. Location opening soon in Calgary behind enemy lines. What is that? Is that my laptop again? It is my fucking laptop again. What's that beeping? I don't understand. Like, listeners. What is this? Is the second time this has happened on the podcast? Can so I'm going to save your, this. Can you mute your computer? Okay, we're going to mute that. We're and we're going to shut this off entirely. I, hear I feel like there's going to be a bomb that blows up here in my computer, and it's upsetting. So I'm going to get back to the business at hand. Reviews. Oodle Noodle, thank you for being you. Congratulations on opening in Calgary. Calgary sucks, but now it gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our friends at Oodle Noodle. Tyler, review time. 
This one comes in from the nine of spades titled ask the idiots five stars. I've submitted a number of ask the idiots questions that I keep getting told are good questions yet. None of them make it on the pod. (laughs) At first I thought, wow, these idiots don't remember reading my ask the idiots questions. But then I realized I keep submitting questions that don't get read. So who's the real idiot? Whatever. Five stars. I will say that your guess is probably correct that I just completely forget that I have them and I lose them in my DMs. Vikes Ross, here's your review. Great pod, guys. Always entertaining. Addition of Liam is great. Could do with a bit less Rick from time to time. (laughs) That's right. I feel the same way. Maybe as much Rick on this pod as Chalmers on real life. Five stars. Wow. Wow. Shots fired. Yeah, no Jesus kidding. Oh my okay. goodness. Okay. How did you, did you stop serving that person? <laughs> I don't know, but there's a lot of things people dislike me for. <laughs> Papa Belanger, Homer, Homer, Homer. Nothing brings me more joy than having my own armchair opinions being reaffirmed. This podcast has more bias for the Oilers than a mullet wearing hockey mom threatening a 14 year old ref at the Terwilliger rec center on a Tuesday night. And I love it. Bag milk and tie tie the BM kissing guy <laughs> bleed some of that real life energy into the cast. Dan and Rick are the perfect yin and yang of rational and passion driven takes. If you're looking to drink the Kool-Aid, this is the podcast for you. Five stars. Who's who? Nice. Uh, I'll be yang. I don't. Yeah. Who's passionate? Who's the other one? <laughs> I think you're probably passionate, Rick. You get fired up. Yeah. You get fired up. That's fair. Was, what did he say that I was rational? Rational. Oh, that's not right. Yeah. You're mellow. Mm. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to read this name. Um, well, let's just bleep it out. I'll mock it. Just read it. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> We're going to need confirmation. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Leslie? <laughs> Leslie Bob. Yeah. All right. So we're going to bleep out a few of these. Uh, best place for Oilers talk. Love the show. Always kickstarts my mind and keeps the hockey flow going in the off season. Feel bad for Tyler though. You can always hear the frustration build up when the show goes off topic. Regardless, best pod for Oilers <laughs> news and discussion. Hashtag keep new forever. Five stars. You Amen. can see it too. If you've yeah. Like if you got if you watch the video of the podcast, you can see the color drain from Tyler's face and just the general irritation prop right up. I love it. You can usually time the episode by Tyler's face. Yeah. Uh, four more to get through here. Uh, great pod. This one from Everett 97. Love the pod guys. I, I had never listened to any podcast before I got my summer job. After a few days of boredom at my job, I knew I needed to change something. I looked at pods, searched my favorite thing, Oilers, and this pod popped up. I've listened to every episode since I worked. I still listen now that I don't have the job. Sorry about that. Uh, great pod with lots of info. Makes me laugh. This pod seriously helped me get through my summer job. Thanks for all you do. Guess it was a summer job. You didn't get Tyler having to, Yeah, Tyler having to read through these and like comment on it during it is the best. Uh, Douster, booyah, five stars. Great podcast, much better than Flames Nation, probably because the Oilers are a real team. If you're looking for male on male kisses, fingers in mouths, and nonsensical nonsense, you better chom in on this podcast. I feel like that might have been for real life. That might have been for real life, yeah. Ty Ty, why won't you kiss me? Five stars. Mm-hmm. John Scott ain't got nothing from the rookie. Oilers will rule all. The Kool-Aid that comes with this pod is the best. And that was proven when our own Tyler Hamchunk went toe-to-toe last season against former NHL tough guy John Scott and proved that the oil are legit. Carry on, boys. And if Jay tries to trade dad one more time, I'm going to Downton voodoo doll and make it touch itself while Jay is in important meetings. (laughs) (laughs) Also, could have been for real life, arguably. Could have been for real life. Uh, This last one, five stars from... 
999999 k.s999999 I know uh, that person. Yeah. I don't know how you log into your account with that <laughs> username. I forget how many nines I put in. Did you say k.99 or 999? <laughs> this is the best Oilers podcast. Even in the dog days of summer, this podcast is always great and worth a listen every week. When I first started listening, I thought Rick was a bit of a lunatic with his takes, but now I almost <laughs> always agree with him. Has Rick become sane or have I become insane? Uh, this person's team. name was Jesse. Uh, so shout out to Jesse for that one. So uh, Is it pronounced Jesse or yes? Yes, Interesting question. Mm-hmm. So we got that last one about are they going insane or is Rick becoming more sane? I'll nominate that one as a finalist. Um, that one was meant for real life. That was. I want to give uh, my vote. I'm going to give uh, my vote for the Oodle Noodle Box to our friend that is jobless. Yeah, me too. I think he could use lunch. So I'm with you. Yep, free lunch for me. I'm down. Sure. All right, there we go. To the guy who doesn't have a summer job anymore or girl who doesn't have a summer job anymore, you win. Email me, Tyler at OilersNation.com. You get a free box of Oodle Noodle. There you go. Sent to you in the mail by Carrier Pigeon. I suggest the hot mm-hmm. box. Hot box is great. Hot box with shrimp, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delish. Why not? Why not? Maybe double the protein if you're feeling famished. Famished. Maybe you're a little hangry. Double that yeah. protein. Tyler, speaking of Oodle Noodle, it's delicious. We know it. But what is the delicious debate this week? The Oodle Noodle delicious debate this week is... Based off an article I wrote earlier this week about my concerns heading into the season. It's Kool-Aid drinking season. Everyone's feeling positive. And I'm not saying we should be negative, but I don't mind shining a light on what's maybe keeping us up at night a little bit before the start of the year. So what is your biggest concern heading into this season? You wrote the article. I've read your article. I'm going to start with you, Tyler. If you got it, you only get to pick one though, because you put five down on the list. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, it's the depth on the left side. Um, That's what's keeping me up at night. I shiver in fear that one of Kulak or Nurse will get injured. And that means either Broberg or Murray's going to have to play top four. And the pairings are going to be all scrambly. And I just fear they don't have the depth on the left side to get through an entire 82 game NHL season. I think when you look at their roster, their scoring depth at least has some upside and potential and should be fine. If not, the high end is there with McDavid, Drysaddle, Kane, Hyman, all those people. Pieces. that scoring will be fine. Goaltending will be fine. They got through last year with the goaltending they did. So Campbell Skinner will be better. Um, but for me, it's the blue line because like the high end of their blue line is an elite like the forward group and the depth isn't that good. So the left side of the blue line specifically worries me. Dan, what do you got? Uh, I think it's a pretty common one for everybody when they see the number that is available. Uh, it's the cap space. And for me, uh, you know, Tyler, you kind of laid it out there. You look around the league and every team, it seems, is having these end of season injuries come out already or, you know, issues that are going to hold out players for a long time. If we see that with our star guys, there is some finagling that has to be done by the management. And everybody knows that we're at the the, we're staring at the end of the gun barrel. And uh, and so, yeah, for me, the cap space is a big issue because this team may need to make some tweaks in the season. And with one hundred and sixty seven dollars to do that. You don't have a lot of room to work. We're going to do a deep dive into the salary cap here right away because like Dan said, not a lot of space. Not a lot of space. Rick, biggest concerns leading into the year. I'm pretty confident with this team right now. And, you uh, you know, if you do have a a big guy go down for a long time, LTIR, you got the money right away. It's not a big deal. Um, The only thing I'm... I'll be watching closely is that those the young youth takes the next step that I think is... uh, It's needed, but I also think it's an automatic... Not an automatic, but I think it's most likely going to happen. So as long as, you know, the McLeods, the Yams, the Brobergs and those guys, Skinner, uh, they take that next step to what I think they should be. I, I think we'll be okay. Are you at all concerned that they're, do you view this as the Oilers are relying on any of that? 
Like, do you think they need two or three of those guys no, to have a successful I, regular no, season? No, because I think that's why you brought in some of the some of the older guys. Uh, and I still think that, you know, if we lost a defenseman, it's not the end of the world. We can go to, to an 11-7. And uh, those guys are really good at juggling the youth mm-hmm. and sprinkling them in with the, with the veterans and getting by. So I think we can still do that, too. I'm just... Uh, yeah, I just want to get through uh, get through camp here and, and just drop the puck on October 12th. Oh, me too. Liam, what are you thinking? That they trade Yassi Yavi. That's probably my biggest it's, concern. Oh, they, I think it's so made up. Like, I don't think it's actually even being talked about all that much within the upper office. You think there's not just, more than not more than than normal. I think there's just people trying to will it into existence. Yes, all it is, oh, and I, I've like left Twitter because of this. It's it's people like over pumping his tires and then over deflating his tires, and he's not the greatest um, defensive player in the league. He just isn't. But what he does is he plays his defense in the offensive zone, so it's a non-traditional defensive type of player where he spends all his time down there. Of course, his numbers are going to be okay that way. So it's it's the argument's just been it's. It's over the top for me. I've had enough. I can't, I can't stand it. You actually have, you haven't sent out an Oilers tweet in nine days. Yeah. Like I've, I've, yeah. I've, How I've, long is I've, the break lasting for? Sorry. I have well, no idea. Or you just timed out for a while. I, it could happen right now. I have no idea. I just, whenever I feel like saying something, but I, I look at it, I start reading this stupid shit again. I just fucking put my phone down. I totally down. get it. It's annoying the it piss is. out of me. I've been treating Twitter lately, like almost throwing a grenade and then just walking away. Oh, it's terrible, man. In every aspect of it, right? It's Yeah. <sighs> My biggest concern right now to wrap up the delicious debate, and I'd like to hear your answers as well. Owen radio podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I think just the general state of the defense right now, I believe, I think Liam, can you scroll down on daily face off a little bit? Yes, I can. So looking at it right now, nurse and CC, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Kulak Bouchard. I'm cool with that. The third pairing though of Broberg and Barry makes me nervous. It's, it's mostly because Yep. Barry is not the veteran that I would put next to a rookie to settle them down in their first full year. And I don't see on that right side, a guy that I would move into that position. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, I, I just think the way that's part of my concern with the defense is like, if, okay, so let's say you move CC down and you do like Kulak Barry, but then you're going what Broberg Bouchard is a, as a third pair. Like you, you can't, you can't like, that's not a stabilizing guy. And then your, your most stable right shot D man is CC. You're not going to put CC with no. like the Broberg because then it's- I, I think Murray Barry could maybe be a decent third pairing. And that would come probably with Broberg, not making the team obviously, but still, I, I just think the way the pairings line up that right side I, I just wish Tyson Berry was a shutdown right now. But you could there. roll this as 11 7. I was, I was just going to say. And yeah. sprinkle in Murray, and you're fine. I worry you about, need these guys to get just you like, need these guys to get their feet wet, right? The Broberg needs to play. All 100%. But like for me, if we're just talking about our big concerns, when I'm looking at yeah. the line combos just right now on daily face off, like I would feel infinitely more comfortable if that Tyson Berry spot there on that third pair was with a player like an Adam Larson. Mm hmm. And that's just like, I think they're going to be possible. I'm not saying that the defense is terrible or anything like that, but if we're, if the delicious debate question is what's the biggest concern you have, that's my answer. Um, the other thing, I just totally lost my train of thought now. Damn it. Way to go. Oh, 11 and seven. We're talking about that. Yes. I think I like 11 and seven when it's crunch time. When like you need a win. I think the Oilers best chance of winning in a playoff game or late in the season is 11 and seven. Get your play driving forwards out there more. Have defensemen that you can use in the in the proper situations. But early in the year, I actually think I might be against it. 
But what about just to get your, your, those players, so those young defensemen, some playing time? Because they're going to need to play, right? So that's a pro to the whole thing. Yep. The con is over the course of those early games, I don't want to overwork my key forwards. But he wasn't using, um, and I was listening to the radio this morning too, so I already know where you're coming from. Uh, he wasn't using Connor and, and Leon right away. You know, right away when it was 11 and seven. Yeah. When it was 11 and seven, it was Yam. It was, it was other guys but besides those two. But even if it is two. them, it's anyone in the top nine I view as a key piece and I just don't want to overwork them. And I'd rather have guys get used to their line mates and start building up some chemistry than just always have the blender out in game early in the season. Let me ask you a question. If we're going to go talk about, we're just talking about 11, seven. If you're seventh defenseman, who would you rather have is at seven Ryan Murray already signed or Jason Demers in on a PTO Murray. They got to go through training camp first. Depends who wins in training camp. Oh, we're just guessing. Probably Murray. They played in, in the league last year. Mm-hmm. But I think if you have a, if you have a situation where Demers steps steps up and you think you can play him in your top six, I think that opens up the the, the Barry trade. Well, isn't Nima Linen in the conversation too? Yeah, Samarukov Sam doesn't have waivers. Samarukov has to be traded. I don't see how he makes I, this team. I think he gets traded too, but he's probably in the, more in the conversation of making the team than Bakersfield, right? But he has to be in the conversation right now because you have to have your lineup in in like one well, ten days or that- two weeks or something. A guy like Samorikov could slip through waivers when all no. teams do the big dump right at the beginning. Yeah. Tyler Benson <sighs> made it like three times last year. Like, yeah, I think there might be a higher Shillington upside. went through, and that stunned me when Shillington made it through with Calgary a couple of years ago because it was like, why is some rebuilding team not just taking a flyer? And now yep. those rebuilding teams are probably kicking themselves going, what the fuck? We could have had that guy for free. And I would worry that a team like an Arizona or even a Seattle would just be like, yeah, we got the spot. It's third round pick. He looks pretty good claim them. I thought worry me. I, I what just, do, what, sorry. I just feel like you have to slot those guys in the lineup. And so that's, it's just not happening. Like it used to, it used to be like that. You used to roll through the list and you'd have to check to see where your team was because it was always yeah. changing. But now guys hit the waivers all the time. And other than goalies during the fucking uh-huh. pandemic, shout out to Anton Forsberg. Yeah. They, they have not, you have not seen a lot of waiver pickups where guys are getting transferred around unless it's one dude. Like uh, what's his face is I cough. Valentin's icon. Oh, yeah. Who was Mark Abello? Right. Who was that oh. last year too? There was a Brooks. guy who's wasn't it Aaron? Was Adam, his name? Brooks. Adam yeah, Brooks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he got when, claimed like four times. So there's yeah. so there, I think that there's a couple people that do that, and I, I feel like it has to do with something like the gameness of the person to go around too. Right? I just think if the Oilers are gonna have a chance to slip some Markov through waivers, it's got to be in those like first days when everybody's doing the big dumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't think he's a massive loss if he goes. The others have a ton of defensive. I depth. think Smirkov would be a big loss. You spent so much time developing this guy, and going forward, you need cheap options that can play on your third pair. So what are you doing with him? Yeah, that's the thing. Like he, he's, I keep him around as a seventh D all year. I think Smirkov has had enough experience in in the in Bakersfield. Like Broberg, I wouldn't want around as number seven because no. if he's in and out of the line, no, you need Broberg playing every yeah. night. Smirkov, I think, has spent enough time in Bakersfield where could he still gain more from being another? Yeah, he could. But there's also value in being up here and practicing against the NHLers and being around the NHL team and learning what it's like to be in the NHL. Like there's value in that. And I think Samurikov's at the stage in his development where it's okay if he only plays once every second game, two out of every five games, whatever it is, because there's other things that are helping him develop at at this point. Is he one year older? He's 23, I think. He's a year older than he's definitely a year older. Born in 99. But isn't the point of the defense being too young? Like having him wouldn't really make any sense, would it? I don't think the defense is too young. I think the defense doesn't have, like, I didn't, I don't like that. There's not a second real good shutdown guy 
on the right side. And I think the left side is missing one more proven option, but cycling Samurakov and Murray in that third pairing isn't like the worst thing ever. So they're just keeping like uh Nemo Linen down. They're all on two ways. Yeah. So and Samurakov's a lefty, by the way. Just so we all yeah. know. And yeah. Samurakov needs waivers too, right? And those other guys still don't need I also I don't think anyone would claim Vinny DeHarnay. Like, I mean, he no. he has potential. I'm not saying he doesn't. I actually think he's taken huge strides, but like the chances of someone claiming him versus a Samurakov is is vastly different. How do you rank those four defensemen? Broberg, Samurakov, uh, Nimalainen, and Dayarnay. What do we like? Rank them right now, uh, like today. The exact order you just did. What order did Broberg, you? Broberg, Samurakov, uh, whatever Dayarnay. Nemo, Nemo Dayarnay last. Right. That's yeah. how my ranking would go. Admittedly, I'm not a prospect like today. guy. Today. Yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah, today, yeah, I think I, I might agree with that with, again, just for me, the caveat of like, I wouldn't mind seeing the 21-year-old Broberg get a, it, I think he needs to play every day and he could develop more in Bakersfield. So Markov's 23, he's had some seasons playing against men already or for a while now. Get him up here. Wouldn't, playing against men. Wouldn't Nima Linen be the better choice for a guy to that has some experience in the NHL and stuff? Oh. He's a right shot, though. No, he's not. Oh, he's, oh, he's not? left. He's left. He's lefty. Oh, fuck. He's he thick. Dayarnay is the righty. Sorry. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Nima Linen is, uh, you guys, you guys said what? Broberg, Semerukov, Nima Linen, and then Dayarnay. I would slide. He's waiver exempt. Linen up myself. See, no, I'd, I'd play, I'd play Nemo and let him get all the, all the big minutes in the AHL well, this is, year. Cause he would have been behind Broberg. He would have been behind Semerukov yeah, last like, year. A guy like Nima Linen in theory would be their number one left hand he, and he's got to work on you know, obviously he's got to work on his on his uh puck handling right his passing and whatnot and i think this is a perfect perfect opportunity for him so you got to get him minutes you got to get the yeah. minutes and touches yeah mm. and then bring him up you know and there's going to be injuries it's or something be, like that we always and we do like i do this too like we're sitting here right now debating the forward combinations all the time right and it's like fuck someone's getting injured week two of the season and everything we're talking about right now is irrelevant in a way yeah 100 percent 100 but going back to the delicious debate for our friends at oodle noodle i want to know your biggest oilers concerns in the days and you know, the days leading up to the season preseason game on Sunday. Let's go. What are you thinking? Hit us up. Owen radio podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you're thinking noodle noodle, and I suggest that you do order through DoorDash. relax, sit down, maybe watch the Jays this afternoon, order some noodle noodle. Why not? Liam, give me a ding dong. Ding dong. Thank you very much. <sighs> Looking at some of the other stuff that happened this past week. Let's get into the, Salary cap stuff that Dan said yesterday, Ryan McLeod signed a one-year contract for $798,000, which actually is a pay cut from his last contract. And you may go, why? Well, our friends at Puckpedia probably have the answer. With McLeod signed at 798, the Edmonton Oilers roster projects to include 21 healthy players, 12 forwards, 7D, two goalies, with Holloway plus one of Malone or McKegg on the roster. Samorikov, Shore, and one of Ryan Yanmark waved and or sent down. Clefbaum and Smith would go to the LTIR. They can exceed the cap by $6.367 million. If they do it this way, the cap dancing via Puckpedia, they would have $165 in cap space. That's not $165,000. No, 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 friends. That is $165. Thoughts? Not a lot of money. <laughs> it's, it's pretty goofy to get to this point. I mean, like most teams, they just go over and then they figure it out afterwards. Whereas Kent Holland has been waiting all summer. Can't go over. 
Yeah. In the off season, you can. Yeah, but it's and almost then, it's almost time to pull that trigger right well, now. Yeah, anyways, yeah the but, others are about seven million over right now. But having yeah, until the, the two LTIRs, or but three. having that one hundred and sixty, that has to be one of the lowest amounts of dollars that have been left. Oh at yeah, the start of a season. Like they don't even have enough. Ken Holland doesn't have enough cap space to take his wife out for a nice dinner. Couldn't right buy a jersey. Now. No, no, no. He can buy yeah. a, not even like forget an Addy Zero yeah. or whatever we're on Fans now. He couldn't even buy the a blank Fanatics. Yeah. You're going to have to go overseas and get one of those knockoff ones. Yep. Some, some player for the saying. Oilers, they call up Nima Linen and he has to play like skeleton, no Jersey. Like fuck, we didn't have the money. <laughs> so what do you think about the Puckpedia idea though, that of this, you got Smorikov shore and one of Ryan Yanmark being waived or going down. I don't like, That's if those fine. are the options, you lose a shore, a Ryan or a Yanmark. Yeah. How many yeah. of those would we lose? Just one. That's if they get claimed too. Like I again, we yeah. talk about sneaking so, guys through. Yeah, I just mean like how many would we have to send one. down? Just one. Uh, Samorakov, sure, and one of Ryan or Yanmark waved and sent down. I see. Okay, it's a combination deal, right? So my concern with this is that requires you to go with it. I'm not that concerned about losing one of those forwards. Mildly concerned, obviously, from our previous conversation about losing Samorakov. My concern is that you're running with less guys on your roster throughout the year and the Oilers don't have the luxury of, you know, like Calgary's a farm team is in Calgary. Toronto's is in Toronto. Vancouver's is in, is in Abbotsford. The Oilers don't have a farm team that is like a hop, skip and a jump away. Like what happens? How fast do you need a guy to get here though? But again, like if you're running with that short of a roster, what happens when if like, let's say you have 12, 12 forwards exactly on the roster. Someone wakes up sick. I guess you can just go 11 and seven. I was, I was going to say, I, I would wager that at some point this season, the Oilers, because of the cap situation, will have a game where we have one less player dressed than we were supposed to. That's like a competitive disadvantage though. Like that's just, it's just sticky and annoying. Did yeah. Vegas but look at the top to of our lineup. Vegas has had to do it. Calgary's had to do it a couple of years ago as well. It didn't go well for Vegas last year when they had to do it. No. Nothing went well for Vegas. You scrap those games. You just drop those. Vegas doesn't have a Connor. De- Vegas doesn't have a Leon. Vegas doesn't have the top nine that we have. Yeah, but they have Jack Eichel. Yeah, Who but cares? they still didn't have enough money to feel over fucking rated kind of the argument. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't love the idea of being in such a bind that you can't feel the full team. Listen, like under this way that uh, Puckpedia is projecting, if we lose Derek Ryan or Matthias Janmark, I'm not overly concerned about it. Derek no. Ryan's like 37 years old. There's very few teams going to take a, a, a yeah. run on that guy like that. I'm not, I'm not concerned about that aspect of it. I'm concerned about the day-to-day moving throughout the season thing. But I guess if the Oilers think they have a handle on it, they think they have a handle on it. It's like, to me, I look at it like you got to do this dance and shuffle or whatever, or you got to trade a roster player. And I know which direction I would rather go. And that's potentially losing a somebody lower in the roster. So yeah, I I think dance and shuffle, man. I like dance and shuffle always. Yeah, like this, the other, our top nine right now, our top 10 or 11. I, yeah, I'm happy with it. To me, this is one of those first ones. Sorry, Tyler. This is one of those first ones where you look at the Oilers and they're going like, well, they're fucking trying to figure this cap thing out without sending out bodies. Like I would much rather Perfect. That. Brad Holland effect maybe, right? Brad Holland's fucking living in the spreadsheets right now. Um, the nice part about this is at least from my basic understanding, and I'm sure we'll get DMS from some of our big cap listeners. If I'm wrong on this, there is an advantage, I believe to being as absolutely close to your maximum LTIR pool as possible on opening day. I think so. Like, I think then it might yes. make like, um, if you're doing a move later in the season where it's like Fogel out the door for a defenseman making two point, whatever million, like the transactions might be easier. Like if for making trades, I think. We'll find out. Somebody will correct us. Yep. That we do. Yes. 
Looking forward to it. We're making no trades. We're running 82 in the regular. We're at 16 in the post, and we're walking home with a cup. Like, I don't Fuck know yeah. why, why we need even need a GM right now. I see no problems. Oilers win 98 consecutive games. Sure. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, let's just talk about Ryan McLeod really quickly because we're talking about some salary cap. Well, he signed a cheap, team-friendly one-year deal yesterday. Uh, yesterday. My only problem with this is I would have loved to go longer than one year. I understand that you can't, can't based on the current cap situation. That is the only downside to me is that I think Ryan McLeod's going to have a good year this year and probably get a healthy bump next year. Only downside for me. You can't even get a, that much of a healthy bump next year. But the year point, after is when it's going to come. At some point, the agent will be like, listen, my boy scored 18 goals this year or whatever. Like, you're not going to. Yeah, yeah, but we're not grand. keeping him down because we don't like him. We're keeping him down because it's just not feasibly possible. But things will work out. Yeah, he'll be fine. He actually still doesn't have Arbrights next summer. No, no. So it could. He's that good, that young. Yeah, it's wild, actually. 23 years old. And we're talking about a guy who appears to be ready to fully thrive in a third line center role in the league, which is impressive. Because when we look at guys like McLeod, sorry, Dan, and, you know, Bouchard is needing a new deal after this year, they're going to have to get to the point where they're doing the clef bomb deal with somebody. Because you got to manage the cap here because they've got some massive contracts that are going to get signed in three and four years. Got to figure it out now. Yeah, but the cap's going to shoot through the roof too. Like Hopefully. the first jump, it's going to be, um, I, if it's going to be between eight and 10 million, the first jump. Hopefully. But the Oilers at that point though, Rick, when it finally does jump, like you're going to have to have an Leon eight to 10 million jump. jump. Leon might take a $6 million jump on his own six to $7 million. Dollar I don't jump. know, man. Like I think Nate, the, the fact that Nate took that cheap bass deal, that's going to help us going forward. Can we talk about Nathan McKinnon signing for $100,000 more than Connor? Petty King. I think it's hilarious. But what a cheap, cheap deal he got. He like did, Colorado won that cheap, yeah. hands down. Like 100%. He, man, did he, I honestly, I thought he was 15 and up. I thought he, I, I had heard too that like, he's going to make a statement. Like he wants to be like, all right, the new era is here. Like stars are getting paid. I heard he was going to push him for as much as he could. Maybe the abs just held firm. Maybe Nate had a change of heart and was like, no, no, building a winner's way more fun, but. Yeah, that cheap contract's going to help us with Connor and Leon going forward. To be fair, twelve point six million isn't exactly a. It's a six million dollar increase of his. Yeah, it's it's twelve point six right now, but it's also twelve point six in eight years when When he should be getting paid twenty one million. Caps one hundred and ten. Yep. Like he's he's taken his he's worth he's worth just short of Connor money right now. I think it's funny when a deal like this gets signed in the NHL, right? Because like. Liam, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's a bench player in the NBA making 12 yeah. and a half. Yeah. Nate McKinnon, 600K more than you say Kikuchi. Kikuchi. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Kikuchi. Uh, again, just as a reminder from BLT Bets, we do not bet on games that the Chase pitch Kikuchi in. No. That is for another day. Anyway, I just thought it was funny. $100,000 more than Connor. Congratulations. I was just going to say there, I think it's neat that the McLeod family is kind of the new, the new hockey family coming up. In the ranks, there's Mikey McLeod in New Jersey. And mm-hmm. then there's another McLeoder uh, still in junior, I think. I think it's the one minor league brother, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. More clouds, I say. Don't the Not just the cumulus. Him. Do we? Or he might have signed overseas. He was with us for a bit last year, I think. Anyways, they feel like the stalls to me. That kind of level of family. It's the Hughes's. Oh, uh, who's yeah, Jared the though? Are there too. Yeah, that's yeah the, the Hughes are definitely that fan. That's true. That's Dude, point. you see how fucking rattled he was about his, his, his NHL ranking? He's not going to play. Like, 
Dude, it's your second year. Like, look at the guys who were ranked. Like, look at the other, compare your ranking. I just love that statement of, I'm not going to play your game. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the people at EA are like, oh, damn. If EA cared about what you thought about their game, <laughs> yeah, you they wouldn't have paid for it. They just played hey, one. Hey, my guy, have you noticed that EA has been pumping out the exact same game every single year for the rest <laughs> of the eternity? They don't care. Change the sliders. All right. uh, Back to the Oilers because training camp is underway. Check it out. OilersNation.com. Gregor's got training camp updates going up daily. Uh, Last week on the podcast, Waz is crashing and banging out there. We said Jake Vertanen was probably not coming to town. That's what the reports all said. That's what the reports all said. Well, there he is. There he was. So Tyler, your thoughts, Jake Vertanen. I know your thoughts. I still don't get it. I don't understand. He's, I don't understand the noise. He's yeah. He's just not worth the headache at all. Um, the comments from Holland, I thought were weird, weird and just clearly not understanding the situation or the climate. Um, I don't know why considering the way this top nine looks right now and the way your fourth line looks right now and the other pieces you have on this roster, why you think a guy who wasn't a good KHL player last year is going to come in and be any sort of impactful for you. It's not worth the headache. It's not worth the negative attention. It's the wrong message to send to your fan base. Dumb. Don't like it. Yes. And, I, and people are going to message us now and be like, Oh, so no one gets a second chance. Uh, playing in the NHL is a privilege. It's not a right. And if you do the shit that Jake Vertanen did, I allegedly in your opinion, allegedly in my opinion, or if you're accused of that stuff, I don't know. I just think the Oilers could have avoided this storyline and not lost anything. I, I just feel like hockey and the NHL is not the redemption level of, yeah. of this, of this sport and of this league. And the Oilers continue to force their fans to have to answer for these red flags that we're bringing in. And like you said, Tyler, for Ken Holland, to seemingly be unaware of the red flags that we're speaking of uh, in the way that he speaks. It's just frustrating as a fan of this team to have to continuously have to keep, you know, getting shelled by other fan bases for what we're bringing in. But uh, it's continuous, but you taught referring to Kane. Yeah. I'm talking about Kane. I'm talking about if we go back further, there's other issues in this organization, other red flags that we don't need to keep doing over and over again. But my, uh, yeah, I just, I just feel like the NHL is not the redemption level, the KHL. Sure. Go over to the KHL and excel over there. And then maybe it's a different conversation, but the guy didn't exactly excel either. So uh, not quite sure why we made this move. It's still a professional tryout offer and that I will hope, hold my hope on. And uh, hopefully he's not an Edmonton other by the start of the season. When I did my radio hit on Wednesday, I just asked, um, would you bring back Neil Yakupov? And Locke was just like, no, why? I was like, well, he outproduced Vertanen last year in the KHL. So playing on a worse team, I think too. Rick, what do you think? I'm not speaking about off the ice stuff. It is like, it's yeah, whatever. Um, on the ice it's yeah, no, I don't think he's, you guys all talk about, you know, lottery tickets and whatever, and that's nothing more than what it is. Um, I don't see him making the squad, so that's not going to get much of my uh, breath. Liam? Yeah, I mean, he's not good enough to play in the NHL anymore. It kind of feels weird that they wasted a spot on him when other guys were out there. Like 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 Milano? Sonny Milano literally went to Calgary. Yeah. So We don't know what happens in the background, rather. Maybe course. they sure. could offer True, something. but there's probably guys who aren't going to bring you as much of a headache as Jake Vertanen. No, a thousand percent, but I mean, who would you rather have? The type of player that Vertanen is or the type of player Milano is? Milano. Probably, Milano. probably Vertanen. Milano. Milano. Uh, I see. We have enough of those guys. You need some, some big, I don't think he is this guy anymore. I think it's what he could be if he was at his best, but uh, a big bruiser like that is somebody you, you kind of want to be frank. I just wouldn't look at a forward at all for this team. Uh, you know, if I'm looking at PTOs, it's not 
at an, in the forward positions myself. Yeah, Big Daddy Demers is who you like. I do. I I was a huge fan of bringing. Dude's Demers. almost older than I am. Didn't I'm, even play last year. But again, he played in Russia. But that's that's what a professional tryout is for. That's what those are the people yeah. that people. No, there's that guys that are playing in team. the NHL last year that had that should have got one ahead of them. Yeah, like I mean, Demers is whatever. I don't think Demers is making the team either. I, I think this team. this might be like a hey, you want 200k to go mentor the guys in Bakersfield or or it's not. like Demers comes in on a PTO hoping to get a gig somewhere else. There's also rules about how many veterans you have playing in, in, um, exhibition games. games. So Demers probably just makes life a little bit easier in that regard because CC's out or CC's not skating. So you don't want to have to like be forced to play Bouchard and Barry in every preseason game. First round picks actually fit into that category, but I know what you're trying to say. They always don't have a right shot D man. That's first round pick though. Mm-hmm. Or they don't have a right shot. No, no, but so. first round picks, like uh, they can, they can uh, be that veteran on yeah, the, yeah, yeah. on the roster, whatever. Sometimes you just need a little insurance. I think is what the boys are saying. Thankfully, our friends at Cornerstone Insurance, they're the ones to provide it for you. Cornerstoneins.ca, all the products you could ever hope for. Auto, residential, commercial, life insurance. Cornerstoneins.ca. That's actually how the Oilers got in touch with the MERS in the first place. They called Bill at Cornerstone and they were like, hey, listen, our blue line, we're worried about it. We need some insurance. And Bill said, I know the exact guy. Gave him Jason Demers number. Boom, rest is history. Perfect. I didn't know that. Yep. That's amazing. Now you do. Yep, I did, now true. I know. Tyler's teaching me things. Yep. Uh, other couple of notes from training camp so far. Again, we're just in the early days. The boys are on, on the ice and they're looking good. What do you guys think, by the way, before I get to these other little notes, just the pictures coming out of guys in the blue and oranges. Oh, it just looks so... What the hell is... Wrong button. Wrong button. It just looks so good. Those Royal Blues are gorgeous. I even had a Flames fan DM me the other day and say, hey, listen, I hate saying this anything but good about the Oilers. You guys have the nicest jersey in the league. And I, and I honestly thought that she was referring to that stupid thing we're bringing in, but she was referring to the, uh, the Royal Blues. We the best. We are. <laughs> uh, Flames Nation, actually. The Flames Nation Down in Flames podcast. Uh, they were talking about that stupid thing we're bringing in this year. That They're big fans of our jerseys, though. That's the, gross. The new third one. Horrible. Reverse retro. I don't, I don't mind it. Ah, nah, I'm not terrible. I don't mind it. I'm not going to buy one, cheats. but I don't mind it. It is exactly what... Uh, Everybody, I think that likes that Todd, uh, that Seth McFarland, Todd McFarland, Todd, Todd McFarland, Seth is, Seth is family guy has been hoping for. To so. me, it's just the only the reason I'll defend it is the Oilers all the time over the last you know handful of years since the thirds have just become the thing. It's just the classic logo, different colors. Yep, and I just like that they did something different. Yeah, I, I it's would not much different rather, though. It's what we did fucking twenty years ago. Hey. Bring but it back. It, but, but I'd it, rather that than them just go do the Edmonton across the chest or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's not going to f- fly either. 25 years ago, that was the h- highest selling jersey of all time. Gross. We made terrible decisions. That <laughs> was terrible jersey. <laughs> I, I mean, Rick, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's a bad jersey. Rick is anti yes, it's, it's, so it's a, it's a, it's a great jersey. And then they just add in a bunch of orange accents. And so it just, me and Dan kind of like it. Rick and Tyler don't like it. Liam, you are the judge and jury here. Hmm. I kind of like it. Hey, oh, hey. paying them or something. It's I a just, great Jersey. It's, I don't know. It's nothing special, but I like it. It's nothing special. We're the Edmonton <laughs> Oilers. Everything should, we should have should be special. <laughs> we need to hold ourselves to it. You do that. I have no idea. I have more autism down, than artistic. Rick. That's why he, he was just scared. You were staring him down and staring he's staring who down Liam. Oh. Just, <laughs> backtracked a bit. <laughs> That's had my eyes closed. I can't afford it anyway. I've only got $166 left in my bank. Yeah. You and the Oilers. Wow. You've got more money than the Oilers. <laughs> $70, $70 extra now. If you want to purchase a Jersey from what uh, it was last year. 
looking at uh, really. Yes, that's the, yeah, that just came out this morning. Oh, loud. I thought that was just for like the on ice authentics. Might be, but $70 more is man, quite a rate. I spill enough shit on my jerseys as it is. I don't need an on ice half. It comes out, man. I took my white Yamamoto <laughs> to Calgary. I got mustard on the thing right away. If you we had the rest of the night and next day, and I washed it like three days later, it came out no problem. If you have a stain, reach out to Rick and he will help you. Yeah. yeah or also the stuff. Mrs. Towel Boy. It was yeah, Mrs. Talboy. Yeah, she yes. was a big help. Uh, back to training camp. A couple of things. No surprise on this one. Mike Smith failed his physical. We expected that. Do we think that he did the physical or do we think that he was just like, nah? Yeah, I bet he did it. No, like, there's, there's things out there. I think you got to do it with like insurance or whatever. Um, Cody CC as Tyler mentioned, a little bit banged up. So he's going to have a later start in training camp. It's about a week or so. Yeah, about there. And uh, this just quickly while you're on the topic of injuries. Jay Woodcroft just updated everyone on a few uh, Bakersfield guys. DeHarnay, minor injury. Um, Savoy, injured in Penticton, is out long-term. Raph Lavoie won't participate in training camp. Tyler Tulio is close. So, What happened to uh, Savoy? I don't know. Do you know? I didn't see it. uh, He left the game early, I think. Hmm. Oh, you were in the future? Yeah, I was in the future. It's hard to watch hockey. Oh, wow. Good point. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Tough when you know I, what I don't know what happened to Savoy. Oh, and but. Slater Cuckoo is out yep, for Yeah, that's a while. what I was going to get to. So Slater Cuckoo uh, has asked the team and they granted him to extend his leave um, for personal reasons while he continues to work on some stuff that he's got going on. So we just want to wish Slater Cuckoo all the best. He does hope to return this season to the Oilers. And I think from all of us, I hope that happens for him. So all the best to Slater Cuckoo. Other thing that happened this past week. Duncan Keith will sign a player development contract with the Oilers this year. That kind of goes to the joke that we said all through the season last year that he could be a scout in Penticton or Kelowna and just check out a couple of Rockets games and you collect that sweet, sweet check. So I'm not saying that's what happened because I don't know. I'm not, I'm not invited in these conversations. I should be, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I agree. Do we think <laughs> this development contract is somewhere close to what the money would have been for him to continue playing in the NHL. Allegedly, in my opinion, based on absolutely nothing. It's like when we talked about 1.25, I think it was like when we talked about sliding in some shares in the team to con to Connor's new contract, you know, (laughs) you just got to get unique with it. I wish they could do that kind of stuff. Like Connor, you get a percentage of merch sales, (laughs) but it doesn't count against the cap. You're like, Oh wow. I think it's a good addition. Tyler. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's expected. We knew this was coming. I mean, you got a guy like that. Well, you didn't know he's going to become like a development, like a, he's going to be a part so, of the organization. So fucking vague. Like, what is he going to, I don't know, going to come what? It's, it's like when Paul Coffey was, was, uh, yeah. was a development coach. I just don't really care. It just doesn't move if the needle This came out of a red wine summit, obviously. <laughs> Tyler is, I feel like you're salty today. Really? Because before we started recording this podcast, we were trying to come up with names for our two studios that we're, we're building another studio here at Nation HQ. And Tyler just wants Studio A, Studio B. And I think that's way too boring. If you're doing that, it's got to be 99.97. Just like upstairs. Yeah. Sweet 99, sweet 97. It's just confusing. How is it confusing? There's only two of them. There's two rooms. And there's 18 feet apart. Even if you went to the wrong one, you'll be the other one in two and a half seconds. (laughs) In fact, if you just watch everybody, they're going to the right one. Tyler's like, I showed up at the wrong studio. One of them has a glass door, in fact. (laughs) Just call them Studio A and Studio B. No. Tyler, so just so you know, fair listener, I've removed Tyler from this decision. I think you should call him Studio C and D just to piss him off. I might do that. But then people are going to be like, where's A and B? They're gone. 
They're not their studio yeah. is at your house. Get cool signs for them. If you're going to name them something cool, you need cool signs for them. Studio yeah, 100%. Otherwise, do it's we have just... A, do we have a neon sign person that listens to the pod? Hello, if you're listening and you can make custom neon signs. Better than me. Studio A and Studio B. Actually, you know what? Don't email Tyler. Email bagmelkatoethersnation.com. Oh, I don't want him being... I don't want him gatekeeping any of this. I'm the podcast Someone, boss. Someone one's Lanier, one's uh, Squire. And they make a neon sign that says better than studio A and better than studio B. Coomsey's idea was that we uh, called the studios after people that no longer work for us. Like Chris, the, the, intern, Chris, memorial. the intern memorial studio. Oof, I mean, he's alive. He's, there's, there's he's a memorial there. still. Though. Depends who you ask. Yeah. I mean, he might be dead to you. I haven't seen him. Evan. Rick hasn't seen him. The Evan, Evan Huganwanek Memorial Studio. Evan Studio. What about that one, uh, the place. one intern that came in with Chris and Kyla who uh, like lasted that, to like oh, lunch that or I something. replaced. Well, oh no, I don't even remember her name. That's fair. Oh no, another one. She didn't. I don't, I don't they think brought she in up three, and I think she didn't. Yeah, she just didn't show <laughs> she up. She didn't show up on her first day. I don't think. Mystery intern memorial studio. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that may be a memorial. Forgot. Who knows? Might be dead. Well, this took a dark turn. Why? Memorials telling, are telling uh, interns. We don't. No, remember. no, no. They're alive and well. They're just not here. Not everybody lives forever, Tyler. You know, Nobody lives forever. What if well, Liam? We call it the QE two studio. I. You know what? It's funny you bring that up. I <laughs> wonder you? if they'll change it. The QE2? No, they can't. The, the highway? King Charles III Highway. <laughs> the KC3 Highway. It doesn't roll off the tongue quite the same, though. <laughs> Got to get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's probably said the same about the QE2 when it started. Yep. Or do they build another road next to it? It's a toll road. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was driving in Ontario. A lot of toll roads out there. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. That's confusing. I don't like that. I just went through them all in my rental car. See if they bill me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think you were the one driving because I think we were talking about this a little while ago. You're not old enough to drive those cars. We learned that Tyler's not old enough to rent a car. Yeah. Thankfully that your missus is allowed to rent a car. You would have had two feet in a heartbeat all over the place. I know. Um, But I was actually a little bit ticked off at first. I was like, ah, whatever. Like, I'll make sure I'm keeping it at a nice crisp six out of 10 this whole trip. And I never have to drive. It was all good. But then we went to go. We reserved a RAV4. And we're walking through the little lot in the parking lot. And the guy goes, oh, you just want this one? No extra charge. Give us a freaking Beamer. Hell yeah. And I was like, damn it. Now I actually kind of want to drive it. Wow. Uh, no, you weren't allowed to drive the Beamer. No. Unlucky. Wow. But you got to maintain a six out of 10. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was Niagara Falls? What do you think? I've Overrated. been. This is, this is my third time now. Overrated. Overrated, underrated, or properly rated. Properly rated. I think if you don't go there for like a week or like three, how much? But how, there's a big how, difference between the Canadian and second? American yeah. side, I think. Yes. Yeah. This is Canadian side. How long did yeah. you enjoy the falls itself, though? That's the question. Well, like, so we got there and we drove into Niagara Falls probably about seven o'clock at night. You do Made of the Mist? Yeah, we did that the next morning. And like, okay. it's cool if you've never been on the Made of the Mist or the Hornblower, whatever they call it in Canada. Like, it's neat to. Go on, you get really close to the falls. It's kind of cool the first time you do it. <laughs> and you walk up and down. It's a nice little area. Go for a couple of nice walks. You look at the falls for a few hours. We got a few hours. Wow. Well, wow. like, because you can walk around. I like, looked at all them for this, like five minutes. I was like, you oh, so you're walking. Going. You're not just <laughs> standing there like, watching like this. No. He's talking about the town of Niagara. Now. Yeah. Like, go for a look at the falls for a little bit. Did you hit up go the Nino? Walk. Hit up did the you, Nino. Did you go to Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum? I did not. Went, I went and got dinner, though, at the restaurant there. So you get dinner and the window overlooks the falls right next to it. And What'd you have? Uh, steak. Oh, nice. you went to the keg? No. There was like a little. Yeah, right on the 
Top of it. You went to yeah, Falls View I'm waiting to hear Liam's opinion because you've been, you I look generally people, unimpressed with the Falls. People yeah. who I'm, shit on it just go there and look at the Falls for five minutes and are like, well, that's dumb, but like go explore a little bit. It's a neat town to spend <laughs> a day a in. barrel over the edge. <laughs> sure. I like it. But if I, <laughs> have I mentioned my Niagara Falls hotel experience before? Oh. No. No. Should we wait for a hot and cold performers? I can do it quickly. Okay. Okay. So we went, we were supposed to stay. At the Holiday Inn on the river okay. or something like that. So me and my girlfriend drive from Toronto there. So it's like an hour. Mm-hmm. We get there and we get to this Holiday Inn on the falls. And, you know, it's right across the street from the casino. Okay. Yep. So we get there and we're like, yep, say our names. And she's like, yeah, nothing here. She's like, are you at Holiday Inn on the falls? I was like, uh, yeah. She's like, oh, that's 15 minutes away. This happened to me too. So I'm not even joking. So we were like, oh, okay. So we went and I was expecting this view of the falls and I got a view of a DHL trucking service. (laughs) I stayed at that hotel too. Yeah. That's not a Niagara issue. That's you not knowing how to book a hotel. No, it's it's the way that they, exactly. If you call it Niagara on the falls, I I would assume that I'm. Yeah. It's called like Niagara on the lake. It's because it's because the name of the road. That's what they told me. Oh, the well, friggin' name of the road ridiculous. that runs in front of the building, <laughs> which is like Liam said, like a 15 minute walk away from the falls. Mm-hmm. It, they, they false advertise and people complain about it all the time, but it's part of their skin. Well, here's, a, their deal. here's another one. Just wait. If you have cheeseburgers, I'm coming for the review. I'm, I'm tagging. <laughs> Don't charge more than six bucks though. Yeah. yeah. If you charge anything more than five fifty, you are going to get uh, knocked down in a hurry. Anyways, Niagara review. If you think you're going to have like the best time of your life, you're not, but it's a cool place to go check out. <laughs> Tourism Niagara is blowing up our phones right now trying to advertise like, on this podcast. But go. It's a nice day. And don't just go look at the falls and be like, well, this is boring. Go explore. And it's a nice place. I went under the falls. Did ah, you do that? No, I haven't actually. I had that? fun for several minutes. <laughs> you just don't know how to enjoy nature, I think, is the take here. What about the, what about the boat? Did you see the boat? I went on the boat. No, no, no. The boat that's shipwrecked. <sighs> You didn't see it. Wow. I didn't even talk about where. where? No, there is a boat on the top of Niagara Falls that is stuck, and it's like crashed. Mm. And then a few years ago, it, it like slightly moved, and everyone's like, "Oh, are they just waiting for it to go over the top?" <laughs> they you just imagine? can't do anything about it. So, yeah. so are they like literally waiting? I mean, obviously, yeah. you can like do something to. I make wish sure it doesn't could, go anywhere. I wish we could bet on this rocks. boat. <laughs> Shipwrecked. Niagara. I wish we could you bet like on a twenty four seven camera on that she, thing. My girlfriend won't like that I'm sharing this story, but she hasn't listened to the podcast, so it's fine. That's fine. She's never seen them before, and she saw them from our the view from our hotel room and was like blown away. She thought they were the coolest thing, and she goes, "So they can just turn it off." Yes. And I was like, uh-huh. I was like, ah, not quite. But then I learned yeah, he's going that for once, the horn. Once that horn goes and then yeah. you go watch it, go to your window and watch. Cause that's when, the, that's when they start. But then I learned they actually did turn them off once. They have. So I made fun of her and then I was proven wrong. Look, they can turn them off. A boat. <laughs> now, okay, wait, now Google Niagara Falls turned off. Niagara Falls. This is when all the bodies came out. Leave us a review about this segment specifically. Yeah, this is a Oilers Nation Radio Travel Edition. <laughs> specifically about Niagara Falls. Wow. That is something. <laughs> Can we put some of these pictures up on the Instagram account, please? Yeah, why would you do that, though? Yeah, there was can. a reason for it because they were studying like, the, oh, there's a bird's eye maintenance. Yeah. I was, they were they studying were the, all the bodies out of the <laughs> Come on now. But they only, did they only turn off the American side? It looks like it. I believe that it was part of it was they were doing like a geo- oh, yeah, they did. geological study about the erosion of the falls itself. I believe. So wait, when they say turn them off, they, they, 
Do you just like stop them? Is there like a dam oh, or a is this legit like so a fucking button? We just dig buckets. straight yeah. down until we can go no further. And that's there's just right like. here. There's a little little wall. I think they diverted it into so the you other just, side. Yeah, you said like a they dam or something to redirect it? Must be. They had the citizens of off. Niagara Falls lining both sides of the river with uh, cups and they and were they all just said fucking no down at the same time and it stopped. <laughs> so what the boat, for anyone wondering, is called the Niagara Go. Scow. Scow, scow. Scow. The opening of our podcast, I noticed just now, it says uh, one hour of straight hockey talk. <laughs> well, well, pretty close. Hey. hey Actually, yeah. you know what? I can find no better tie in than what we just talked about for Ask the Idiots, right? Yep. True. See? It works. That. It all it. works. Oh my God. We're Start the clock on the one hour straight hockey talk again. <laughs> all right. We only got three questions for Ask the Idiots here this week, boys. So we can burn through this quick, probably. And based on a review that we got earlier, chances are there guarantee there's more than three questions. I just don't know where they are. <laughs> what do you want from me? See if you remember it. Send them to Tyler if you want me to not forget your questions. How's that? Uh, number one, I'm going to start with Liam because he is welcomed back. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What is your hot take for the upcoming season? Mine is, I think the Leafs are going to miss the playoffs. Their high-powered offense won't be able to outscore their soft, shitty D and horrible goaltending. <laughs> also, losing points from the improved Sens, Wings, and probably better play from the Sabres takes away from their overall points total. What is your hot take for the year? Sorry, they said the Leafs won't make the playoffs? That's right. Okay, I don't agree with that. I one. don't agree with that either. But. Um, I'll go... I, I don't even know if it's that hot just because of the injuries, but I'll just say the Bruins won't make the playoffs. They are very old also. They're getting old there. Yeah, the oldest, the oldnessness. Yep, that one. Um, Just the injuries for me. Tyler, hot take for the year. The other day on my TikTok account, at Tyler Uremtra, give me a follow. How many I follows gave, you got there now? Uh, 450, I think. Nice. Four. I have 108, if anyone wants to follow you. Follow Liam too. Yeah. I dropped my three hot takes for the upcoming NHL season, and number got? one was... The Boston Bruins won't make the playoffs. I mm -hmm. think they're banged up. I think that division got a lot better. I don't think they got a lot better. And I, I just don't love their depth all around either. So I think the Bruins missed the playoffs. Take number two, very spicy. I don't think OV scores 40 goals this year. Oh, I think we yes. see a, I think we see a step back from Alex Ovechkin and he's in like the 35 to 39 range. Nothing made me feel older than seeing yesterday when the NHL put out that graphic saying, 18th season for Sid and Ovi. I'm like, God, fuck. There's a lot of things. Yeah. You feel these days. Um, so that was my second hot take is that I don't think Ovi hits 40. And my third one was that we get our first 50 goal season from Connor McDavid and he goes 50 and then finishes with 140 points. Oh, damn. Cool. Connor finishes with 140 points. We are having a good time. Nation Dan, you are our hot take for the season. Well, I'm going to go into that division and say that the Florida Panthers aren't making the playoffs. What do you think about that? Tyler? I don't think they're doing it. Speaking I just don't of, think it's going to happen. A little too spicy. Speaking of which, Daryl Sutter's comments on uh, yes. Kachuk were hilarious. But you know he's just standing up for his teammate, right? Like there is no, there is no measuring between Toffoli of course. and Kachuk. Oh, I get it. It's just the way he said it was yeah. very funny. Everything he says is funny, though. I, I think the Panthers are still really good, like Barkov and Kachuk, and you know they still got Reinhardt and Bennett and Ekblad. But I agree, they're they're definitely not gonna they're not gonna they're gonna drop twenty points I think this year. They're not scoring the goals that they did oh, last year at the rate that they did, and therefore I believe that the Ottawa Senators may even pass them. And the reason I actually, the one of the spots <laughs> I agree around. with you actually, I'm coming around to it, man. You never know what you're getting with Sergey Bobrovsky. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's yeah, exactly. A good one. Then once I thought about it. I Thank don't you. hate it. 
Thank you. Uh, the second one is that the Vegas Golden Knights are going to make the playoffs and Jack Eichel is in the Hart Trophy conversation this year. Oh, zero God. chance. Call just Rick. Nah, come on. <laughs> I think I'm that supposed to be the positive guy here too. <laughs> Eichel is so overrated. I just think that Vegas is is that team this year that nobody expects them to do anything again. And they so. don't have a goaltender. Yep, that's true. Jack Eichel will be playing, but goaltender. I also do believe LB's out. LB can't even play for uh, for uh, preseason because he's hurt. I do believe that they will make a goal t- goalie transaction at some point in the season. Didn't they just well. get what's his name? Aiden Hill. Uh, Aiden Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's gonna help. <laughs> He scored 14 goals in 34 games last year. He's so got 30 goal pace. I just, I think what he's going to be talking about Eichel? Eichel. 30 goal pace? At least, yeah. Yeah, 30 goals. Hey, no problem. 30 goals is nothing to shake a stick at. And I'm not saying, I'm just saying he's not Connor. He's not Austin. He's not Leon or McKinnon, which everyone else tries to like but I think force down our throat. But my, but the reason that I'm saying that he's in the heart conversation is because I don't think Vegas is as good as they have been in the past. And he makes them better this year. I don't hate that take from Dan either. I like both of them. Rick, your hot take for the year. Yes, the Pooley RV will have a full time or have a long term contract at the end of the year. Ooh. Wow. He will play, he'll play his way here. He will play his way. Yes. My hot take for the season Nazem Kadri does not hit 60 points. Enjoy <laughs> that contract, Calgary. He's only done it twice I love in his career. Day. 61 points in 2016, 17, 87 last year. You paid for the 87. There is the, there was the short, the there was the shortened one where I think he was close. If you kept going Uh 55. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was 55 and 80 in 2017, 18. He, where's the like 50, 51, 40. 2019, 20, he had 36 and 51. So he would have hit it. Probably. Yeah. It would have been close. Right. But I'm still saying it. I'm sticking with it. He does not hit 60 points in his first year in Calgary. Enjoy the contract. Take that princey. No, you're not listening. <laughs> I posted the Niagara Falls turned off thing on our Instagram and said, I regret to inform you today's podcast was not one hour of straight hockey talk. And Holt Lee commented, what am I looking at? <laughs> A geological survey. Question number two, ask the idiots. Oh, this, I just get I got to pull up a different part of this to complete the question here. Now that I'm reading it again, Jesus, they're making you do homework. Well, no, I just want to make sure that the listeners are well-versed in what I'm going to talk about here. So I need to make sure that I've got this. My friend Zachary Lang has it. Tyler, I'm pretty sure you know what I'm going to get to. After the great Jim Matheson quote in the Swiss newspaper, what is your favorite thing or combo from Taco Bell? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just humor me, fair listener. Yesterday in the Switzerland Times. Jim Matheson, quote unquote, Jim Matheson, probably not. Absolutely not. NHL by Maddie on Twitter said he was asked about Miko Koskin's time in Edmonton and the quote from Jim Matheson. Again, this is <laughs> what remains of Miko's time in Edmonton is an absolute lack of bite. He had everything to be success, a successful goalie here. I think former assistant goalie coach, both D's summed it up when he told me that Miko could have been an annual contender for the Vezina trophy for best goalie NHL goalie. If he had the same drive as his 40 year old competitor, Mike Smith would have had, I got to know Miko as a wonderful person and wish him all the best in Switzerland. He will always be remembered for his enthusiasm for Taco Bell's cheesy gordita crunch. The, I, I just have to say like the cadence on that statement makes me like, it actually feels like a Jim Matheson quote. That's why I'm like, not that upset at the Swiss reporter for not, believing some of it. I think it's so funny. Yesterday when we read this on real life, I was howling, laughing. I couldn't I, keep it together. I roared when he said, uh, what was the line about 
I, I've spent a lot of time getting to know him and that I wish him well. And I got to know Miko as a wonderful person and wish him all the best in Switzerland. He will always be remembered for his enthusiasm for Taco Bell's cheesy gordita crust. Is, isn't, that, isn't that line like how oh, every reporter wow. talks about a guy that leaves the city? Uh, yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I love a cheesy gordita crunch and I'm glad Miko does too. So back to the question for Ask the Idiots. Whew. What are you getting at Taco Bell? <laughs> Doritos Locos Tacos. Mm. Ooh. I, that sounds good. That answer. Am I okay to admit this here? No. Last oh, time I was no. in Vegas. Last time I was oh, in Vegas no. was the first time I've ever had Taco Bell in my wow. life. Wow. Avery's oh, okay. here. Went to the, I went to the Taco Bell Cantina. It was my first time ever having Taco Bell. <laughs> I had it right after I ate at Gordon Ramsay's steak. So that tells Probably you, better. Tells you what yeah. uh, exactly. And so I just went with the classic taco. So I'm just going to say the classic taco. Soft shelled. I just get KFC when I go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You're off this podcast. No kidding. Tyler. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I did last time I went to talk about. Go for it. I was just hammered at like three in the afternoon because I had a golf tournament I was at. And in St. Albert, Taco Bell is right across the street from Arby's. So, oh, oh nice. I, I like love. where this is going. I walked so into I. Taco Bell. I said, three soft tacos, please. While they were making them, I ran across the parking lot, went and got two junior beef, beef and bacon cheddars had them made it back to Taco Bell before they even had that food ready, grabbed it, two different bags to go, ate all of them except for one beef and shed, put it in the air fryer later that night when I needed another snack. That is a hero's lunch right now. I am so proud of you right now. I'm very proud of you too. Wow. It was... Oh, what's, how do I describe that? Um, my arteries haven't recovered, but hey, it was man. worth it. No, oh, it's always, right, they'll be okay. Rick, what are you going to talk about? Dorito Locos Tacos. You oh yeah, that. you said that already. So last time I went to Taco Bell was probably with Rick, I think. It's true. And I was getting tacos Supremes with the hard shell. Mm. I also like a cheesy gordita crunch because yeah. it's got like the soft around the hard. So I respect Miko's choices and I understand why the people of Switzerland needed to know about them. Do they have a Taco Bell in Switzerland? I hope so. So do I. Last question. And this was just kind of fun. So I included it. We might've done this actually now that I'm thinking about it, but that's okay. Nation Dan, you have $10 to spend on a meal for yourself and you're starving. What are you doing? Oh, the answer is Costco every time because I get two hot dogs, <laughs> two hot dogs and two pop. And then you can order an extra pop or two. Get an ice cream. You have, ice all, cream you have all sorts of money left over. Yeah, sure. you got all kinds of money. Those left dogs over. are a buck oh, wait, 50. Yeah, what am I talking buck about? 50. Four hot dogs. Yeah, math. No kidding. Did some Uremchuk math there and Classic. fucked that up. Uh, four hot dogs and That's four good- sodas. Which dogs are you going though? You go the oh, Polish? Oh, you gotta go Polish yes. every time. Even though the farts and burps afterwards are horrendous. Oh yeah, you're tasting those for days. Yeah. That's good. Rick, you got 10 bucks. You gotta feed yourself. Well, I just happened to be driving down uh, St. Albert Trail yesterday and crossed over Yellowhead. And if anyone knows, if you're traveling north on St. Albert Trail, you cross uh, Yellowhead right on your right-hand side. Mm-hmm. It's an Arby's. Well, yeah. right there, there are two beef and cheds for $9. I wasn't taking that. I like that. Thank you. Liam, you got 10 bucks. One second, I'm just doing a little conversion. <laughs> So when I was really confused, when I was at Heathrow airport, there's this place in England called WH Smith's and it's a news agents. So they sell sandwiches and that kind of stuff. So I walked in there and it was like five, five pound meal deal. You get a sandwich, packet of chips and a pop or anything. So like like potato chips, potato chips, crisps. So I am just going to have what I had at Heathrow the other day. I'm going to have a tuna sandwich with sweet corn and mayonnaise. Oh, nice. A packet of skips, which are. <laughs> Tyler did not like the sweet That's corn and mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> prawn flavored. And then I'm going to have a tango, which is an orange pop. 
Oh, nice. And that comes out to $7.37, which probably leaves me enough to buy a... Um, Costco hot dog. You're perhaps, welcome. Oh, there's these little things I believe they call Frodo's or something like that. <laughs> So, uh, Is any of this real? <laughs> Liam's talking from fucking Middle Earth right now. <laughs> He's eating Frodo's and and shrimp flavored crisps and right Fredo's, not Frodo's. Fredo's. Fredo's. What are those? What the fuck? What oh, the dairy milk? Oh, it's, it's a chocolate. Twenty five p, so I can get a few. How much is 25p? Let's have a look at the conversion. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you just there? I feel like you, this should be like still on the tip of your tongue. 37 cents. Wow. Oh, that's I good just, value for a chocolate oh, I want to see the actual size of that. Yeah, but I look like a real a, bar. Yeah, Otherwise, we're, talking, size? we're talking like Mars fun size. You can kind of do but it is, idea. But it is British chocolate. So They're about this different. big. Yeah, that big? Okay, I'd pay 37 cents for that. <laughs> I'd pay 37 yeah, cents Yeah, and that. then Skips is the packet of crisp I'm having. Oh. We, are, we are nailing it on this visual podcast. I love it. Tyler, you got 10 bucks. You got to feed yourself. Two tacos and two junior bacon beef and cheddars, baby. Ah, good one. Should no be drink? about 10 bucks. No drink, you have a dry mouth. Yeah, just, uh, you know, a cup, cup of water at the Taco Bell. Those 49 cent uh, soft tacos back in the day when we were kids. Oh, buddy. Come on. Go murder 20 of those. Okay. Easy. Look Skips just look like Lay's. Yeah, yeah, they look like this, though. Mm. I like the oh, shape of like those. flowers. Yeah, they do look like flowers. Yeah, a All right, All right. Is, we're learning uh, about English chips. Is that potato? That is prawn. No, no, no. There's a chip made out of potato. Oh, yes. Yes. It's not made out of prawn. <laughs> prawn cocktail flavor. If I have $10 to feed myself, I'm going to go yesterday, $2.99 Safeway. I got a pack of Pizza Pops. Look at that. That could last me a day. Maybe two. I could stretch it out. Four pizza pops last you two days? If I'm if I'm rationing. Good Lord. Well, I, bu- I also bought man. multiple boxes at two. Oh, yeah, sorry. So what two ninety nine uh I got the classic, the, Beef, the, the pepperoni bacon, bacon yeah, yeah. and then just a pepperoni. And then I tried the uh the Frank's red hot sauce. Oh, one. I like the Frank's. So I've got a freezer full of those. Yeah, Is like it just hot. cheese and hot sauce? No, no, it's like pep and bacon, but there's like some no, Frank's like spicy. in the inside. So I've got my pizza pops there, right? And then I'm going to go to the, I'm going to, I'm at Safeway right now because it's near my house and I can mm-hmm. think about it in my head. I'm going to walk to a different aisle. I'm going to get a two liter of no name pop. Those are only 99 cents, Liam. Dr. Flav? I can get no Dr. Name. Flav or Dr. Zip. Maybe just an R compliments. Cola. Options. Right? So that now I'm at $4, right? $4. And then I can go get also at Safeway. They've got those dollar bags of chips. I want some of those. Because I like your idea of getting chips, Liam. So I'm going to add those on. So now I'm at five bucks. I've still got plenty to go. Yeah. Bunch of Freddos. I could get a bunch of Freddos or the chocolate frog things that you were showing me. Same thing. Those are the Freddos. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to go to the candy aisle. They've got $1.50 packages of Coke bottles. I'm going to get two of those. So that's three bucks, right? So now I'm at eight, eight dollars. I've got a meal already. I'm going to pop. I'm going to pop back over to the frozen section, finish off the last $2, two frozen burritos. Spicy like beef. Style. You're really getting your bang for your buck. Spicy beef. Have you considered tax in this? Jesus Christ. Can we just get to Han <laughs> Cove performers? <laughs> Fuck me. So Liam is right. I'm going to have to remove one of the burritos probably. <laughs> well, Tyler's got the look on his face where he's just, over it already. You can hear it in his voice. <laughs> that, was about, that was about 28 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, oh ask God. the idiots question. Submit those. If you want to sponsor it, it's open. 
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tyler, you'll be happy. Get your buttons ready. We're Liam. It's time for hot, cold performers for our friends at Twig and Berries. If you go to twigandberries.ca, use the promo code NATION15, you'll get 15% off your order. You will also today, as I'm looking at it, you will see the very, very handsome bearded Brad in his undies on the front page. If that doesn't get you there, I don't know it will. Or if you're in St. Albert, head on out to their store. Try things on. Hoodie season is around the corner. I recommend the ODR collection. Good? Good. We start off with our veggies every week with hot and cold performers. Liam, you are back from England. I'm starting with you, your Twig and Berries Cold Performer of the Week. My Twig and Berries Cold Performer of the Week. The fact my TV screen didn't work on the flight on the way to England for eight and a half hours. Oh, that is brutal. So luckily I had Peaky Blinders and I watched that. Are you thrilled? I'm not. That was was yours the only screen that was not working? Yep. It, the thing was, it worked at first that so you could click on it to get to like the movies, but then nothing else would work. Mm. So it was like, tease me a little bit. That was rude. Tyler, Twig and Berries Cold Performer of the Week. Um, what will I go with? Honestly, us for not staying on topic today. <laughs> I can't believe it. I disagree with that. What the hell is this? Dan? What the hell is going on, Tyler? Entertainment station. You gave me a cold performer. Uh, my cold performer of the week is going to go to one Austin Matthews who, when asked, uh, what your favorite hockey or thing about hockey is, this was his answer. My favorite thing about hockey is just that it feels like hockey. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. I can get behind I don't that. Know. Yeah. Like for me, we're trying to grow the game. Nope. Everybody just gives Austin Matthews a free pass on his casual. I don't give a shit attitude, but you're the marquee guy in the marquee market. Don't give stupid answers. Austin Matthews, do you get my co-performer of the week? What? What? It was a joke about that. It's con oh, kid. Was it? The first my thing bad. I thought of. I missed it. Sorry. Oh, see, like <clears throat> in my head, the corn kid's already gone. Yeah. I, yeah. He's been gone for a while in my opinion too. It was a late joke. So I, I wasn't, I was enough. not going to catch on to that one either. Rick, you are Twig and Berry's cold form of the week. Oh, am I ready? 
Go ahead. That was you know what? It's just, um, and I, it's, it's kind of an oxymoron here. It kind of contradicts each other just because, uh, this time of year, um, all sorts of good things happen, but it's just the end of my personal golf season is right around the corner oh. here. And it's just the, the changing of the weather and the summer's kind of over and it's, uh, I'm probably wearing pants for the first time in like four months, but, uh, yeah, it's just this little transition between uh, summer to, we know what's about to happen with the weather. You're as cold as ice on the nose. My Twig and Berry's cold performer of the week is the Toronto Maple Leafs for having me sponsor their jerseys and I get nothing from it. Though, what I would say is the photoshops that came in from Oilers Nation citizens around the globe were fantastic. So Toronto Maple Leafs for putting me on the jersey, I get nothing from it. You are my cold performer of the week. Word. Exactly. Reversing the order. Rick, you're up next. Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. Well, this is kind of contradictory what I just said, but it's the it's the beginning of the greatest part of sports uh, every, in every calendar. It's, uh, you know, hockey's getting going here. Football's on the way. Baseball's coming up to uh, up to the playoffs. This is perfect time to have the weather turn because I just want to sit there on my couch on our nice little warm Oilers Snuggie and watch sports all day. Major killer. Exactly. Dan, yes. Nation Dan, your Twig and Berry's hot form of the week. Uh, well, I didn't give it to them last week and I don't know why, but I'm going to give it to the Calgary flames and their roof for just creating content for us forever. <laughs> yeah. Like we've got at least a year now of the roof caving in jokes and just all that stuff. So saddle dome, you get my hot performer of the week. We the best was is going down to Calgary to watch a preseason game. And we're going to send him down with a hard hat. Yeah. Make funny. sure he's protected. <laughs> Tyler, your M check, your twig and berries hot performer of the week. My hot performer of the week goes to the beautiful boys in blue. And no, I'm not talking about Zach Hyman and Evander Kane and the beautiful new Royal blue Oilers jerseys. I'm talking about my Buffalo bills, Rick. Uh, we'll, see what we, ha- we'll see what happens next Friday. We'll see what happens uh, next Friday with this subject. But I was very nervous that I was traveling all the way to Buffalo to watch them play for the first time. I've never seen them play live. I was like, fuck, they're going to blow it. They're going to lose. And I'm going to be very upset. I spent all this money to come out here, but they didn't. They came through for me and I love them. Buffalo bills. Hot performer of the week. Thank you. Feeling hot, hot, hot. I was upset you didn't go through a table. I kind of was too. I don't. Th- I didn't see you got any mustard or ketchup on you. I was worried about the white jersey. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. Should we put you through a table now? This we need this, this table. This one's firm. <laughs> I would also give myself an honorary hot performer of the week because I manifested your bills win. I feel like you did for picking them in our real life. Pick them. Thank you, Liam. My hot performer of the week is the Pittsburgh Penguins offensive play caller for the last play of the game. Steelers. What did I call him? Penguins. Penguins. I'm just Penguins. in hockey mode. Steelers. And that allowed Najee Harris to fumble the ball at the end, which knocked two points off my opponent in my fantasy football league. And he didn't know until I let him know. It's getting hot in here. That ruins so many things. It, it fucked my teaser up. I was so pissed. I turned off the game. I was like, sick. My teaser won. Like, good night. Clay, Clay, Claypool was like yeah. uh, 30 five and a half yards, something like that. He was above it. Then they gave him a six yard loss and he ended up losing. He, uh, he the under by 30, like half a point or something. Like that. At 35. Brutal. Yeah. My Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. I'm just going to go right back to the Swiss newspaper that included fake Jim Matheson's quote about a cheesy Gordita crunch. It made me laugh to the point of tears yesterday. And anytime that happens, I always love it. So shout out to the Swiss people. The big guy is I agree. Thank you for that, Liam. That was wonderful. That's what they pay me for. Mm -hmm. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Episode 223. Let's wrap it up. 
Game one on Sunday. Let's go. There is a game on Sunday preseason against the Winnipeg Jets. I'm very excited to write a GDB. It's been a minute and I'm looking forward to it. We have hockey back. Although honorary cold performer of the week, fucking eight game preseason is long. Yeah. It is. It's only five games. Isn't it eight? Isn't it? I think the Oilers have eight games. We have four home games. That's for sure. How many a split? It's four home. Oh, if there's a bunch of splits, then we're good. I bet one of them's at least a split. We, we gotta get a split. A I think Winnipeg, Winnipeg splits split? with us or something. Yeah. Let me see here. So we've got Winnipeg here in Edmonton on Sunday, in Seattle on Monday. Oh, eight o'clock start of preseason is just outrageous. Calgary on Wednesday, here on Friday. So there's four, and then let's flip over. Preseason Saturday against Winnipeg. It is eight. Yeah, it is eight. Eight total. There you have it. And then they open up officially on the 12th against Vancouver. Let's go. And honorary shout out to quads. Fuck you quads. I'm going to crush you. Just so you know that. Outside of that, well, let's wrap it up. I want to say thank you to our friends at DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, and Twig and Berries. Most importantly, all of you for listening. Thank you very much. Episode in the books. Have a great weekend. Shout out Todd McFarlane. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.